In this fourth session on Ephesians 1, 1 and 2, I simply want to ponder with you the name that Paul used here and how it relates to the way he uses Christ and Jesus and Lord in the rest of the book, just so that you're familiar at the outset with the clusters of names that Paul uses. So, Father, as we ponder the great and holy name of Jesus, grant us to discern the kinds of things Paul wants to connote when he uses Jesus and Christ and, and Lord. And so, as we move through this book, open our eyes to the fullness of the names of Jesus and what they imply for our lives. I pray this in Jesus' name, Jesus' name. Amen. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus. Not Jesus Christ, not Jesus, not just the Christ, not Lord. Christ Jesus, by the will of God to the saints who are in Ephesus and are faithful in Christ Jesus. Same phrase, same order. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's ponder first Christ. Here's John 1.41 and John 4.25. Andrew first found his own brother, Simon, and said to him, We have found the Messiah, Messian. A transliteration in Greek of the Hebrew, Messiah. We have found the Messiah, which means Christ, Christos. So the English word Christ is a transliteration of the Greek Christos. So Christos is the Greek of the Hebrew word Messiah. So every time you hear Christ in English or Christos in Greek, there's an overtone of a title. And yet I think for Paul, Christ will become or has become in Ephesians, by and large, a personal name, but always probably has the ring of Messiah. Here it is again in John 4.25. The woman said to him, I know that Messiah is coming, he who is called Christ, for the Greek-speaking readers. When he comes, he will tell us all things. Jesus said to her, I who speak to you am he. So just those two texts illustrate how from the New Testament we are taught that the meaning of the word Christ is Messiah, the long-expected anointing. Mashiach, Christ, Messiah means um, anointed one, a kingly one, the long-expected prophesied fulfillment of all the Old Testament prophecies. What about Jesus? Matthew one twenty one, she will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Because Jesus is the Greek form of Joshua, which means one who saves or savior in Hebrew. So every time you see the word Jesus, even though it clearly refers to the historical person who lived, born in Nazareth, uh, grew up, uh, ministered in Israel, and was 
crucified and raised and is at the right hand of God, that historical incarnate person is, is Jesus' Savior, and he is Christ Messiah. Now, here are a few other ways that Paul clusters these words in Ephesians. Christ Jesus, that we've just seen, occurs 11 times, and only once of those 11 is our Lord not attached to it. So, 10 of the 11 times, it is Christ Jesus, Lord Christ Jesus. Here's verse 1 again. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God, to the saints who are in Ephesus and are faithful in Christ Jesus. This is the ten uses of Christ Jesus without Lord. Only one of them has our Lord with it, namely 311. This was according to the eternal purpose that he has realized in Christ Jesus our Lord. Ephesians never uses Lord Christ Jesus. It uses Lord Jesus Christ, but never Lord Christ Jesus. And of the 11 times that it uses Christ Jesus, only one of them is with the Lord. Here's another cluster. To our amazement, Jesus by itself, without the word Christ or without the word Lord, occurs only one time. 421, assuming that you have heard about him and were taught in him as the truth is in Jesus. It's the only place in Ephesians where Jesus is used by itself without Christ or without Lord. There's let me, I'll come back to why that might be. Here's another cluster. Lord Jesus Christ, six times. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. And here are the other uses like that. Jesus Christ never occurs without Lord, except in 1.5. Here's 1.5. God predestined us for adoption to himself as sons through Jesus Christ. No Lord. According to the purpose of his will. All these other uses, you have Lord Jesus Christ. Then we have Lord 15 times without Jesus or without Christ. For example, in whom the whole structure being joined together grows into a holy temple in the Lord. And here are the other uses of Lord used without Christ or without Jesus. Now here's the stunning one, last one. Christ, 25 times, without Lord or Jesus. And remember, Jesus only occurs one time without Christ or without Lord. In other words, Jesus by itself is not Paul's favorite designation for his Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He only uses it one time, whereas Christ, he uses 25 times by itself in this letter. 3, 4, for example, 
when you read this, you can perceive my insight into the mystery of Christ. He didn't say the mystery of Jesus or the mystery of the Lord or the mystery of the Lord Jesus or the mystery of the Lord Jesus Christ, just Christ. Now, if you're saying, (laughs) what are we to make of all that? The answer is, I'm not sure. I would guess that the reason that Jesus by itself is not a common usage for Paul is that it was a fairly common name among Jews. There were other Jesuses even in the New Testament, and so he has to be designated which are meant. So I doubt that Jesus was ever in the early church a simple word by itself. It was plenty used that way, but by and large, it probably needed qualification in order to accord to him, first, a simple identification, which one are we talking about, and then to accord the dignity that this simple common name deserved. Christ, it seems to me, in the usage here, had become, by and large for Paul, a proper name. Christ for Paul was as much of an endearing personal name for Paul, I think, as um, was the name Jesus, or that might be the name Jesus for you. I'm thinking maybe of of Galatians 2.20, where he says, I am crucified with Christ, with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me, and the life that I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. That's a a very personal testimony of Paul, and he uses Christ rather than Jesus Christ or Jesus by itself. So, all I wanted to do here was clarify some of the background of the meaning of Christ as Messiah clarify some of the background of Jesus as the Savior, point out that there are a cluster of ways that Paul puts the words together with Lord, and we'll be looking more at that meaning of that word Lord later, and that the favorite of Paul seems to be Christ without any other designation.